I want to thank uh, the band for filling in this week, and, uh, and Eric Zimmerman has kind of taken on a, a leadership role organizing the band, and uh, just during this short transition as we're awaiting the appointment of Tracy, and uh, just to let you know what's going to be happening these next couple weeks, next week we are going to have a special guest uh, musician. His name is uh, the Reverend uh, Bryant Manning. He's the associate chaplain at Florida Southern College over in Lakeland, and he's going to be with us several times uh, during the summer. Uh, this particular time, he's going to be leading with some of our band, but he's also going to be bringing some of his students in to help us lead worship several times during this transition. We have a, a friend of mine from South Tampa who uh, is going to be leading, uh, it's called the FNR Music Project, is going to be coming and leading worship one Sunday with us. And then we're also going to be celebrating with VBS Sports Camp Sunday, where the children of VBS Sports Camp will be sharing the music that they've been uh, uh, using during the week and leading us in worship on that last Sunday in June as well. So that's kind of the uh, plans for the transition musically, but I just want to thank the band for being here and filling in and taking on new roles as well. Today we're continuing our series on the Apostles' Creed and uh, we're talking about the Holy Spirit today. And I wondered, do you ever hear voices in your head? Don't raise your hand. Maybe uh, some of you have voices like this. We hear the old idea of uh, the angel and the devil on the shoulders. We all hear voices of some kind, if we're honest. Some are old tapes of our childhood, maybe positive or negative. Uh, sometimes we hear voices in our head that tell us that life is not worth living as well. Or, or sometimes we hear living voices. Some of them are, are loving and compassionate and kind. Some influence us in good ways, and, and others influence us to harden our hearts. But the, the Holy Spirit is one of those positive, loving, compassionate, kind voices. It's encouraging us to be the people God created us to be. So the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a, is a person. It, it's, it's not a force. It's not an attribute of God. The Holy Spirit is a person. It's, it's part of the Trinity of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we're talking about a, a he or a she. You know, God is, is really genderless. So it's a, it's a he or a she, it's, it's not an it. It's, it's the personal presence of God. And it has some other names, kind of some known aliases. Uh, the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Ghost, the, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of Christ. And there's a laundry list of other names. Usually whenever in the scriptures you can find Spirit capitalized of something. It's talking about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is moving. And the Hebrew word for, for spirit is ruach. And the, the Greek word is similar, pneuma. You might think of pneumatic tools, those run by air. And, and this is the same word that's used for wind or breath. And spirit is the same word, ruach and pneuma. And just as wind and breath is invisible, and, and God's Spirit is invisible, and just as, as wind is powerful, God's Spirit is powerful. Breath keeps us alive, and, and God's Spirit sustains all of creation. Will Willimon, a professor at Duke and a bishop in the United Methodist Church, says that the Holy Spirit appears to love to create, to initiate, and to bring something new out of something old, to give possibility and potentiality in times and places where it seems as though we've reached a dead end. So that's the Holy Spirit. It's this personal presence, this powerful, invisible, life-giving presence. And as we look in the scriptures, sometimes we see in the, particularly in the Old Testament, we see that it's, it's usually for a special empowerment for a very specific task. 
And much of the time in the Old Testament, it's usually for those remarkable and gifted leaders. We see where the Holy Spirit creates and brings order, where it gives life. Sometimes the Holy Spirit gives superhuman strength, like in Samson, or, or wisdom and leadership, maybe like Joseph in interpreting dreams in Egypt. It might give great creative or artistic gifts. There's a, uh, there's a character in Exodus named Beziel, who was given creative genius and wisdom to make beautiful things for the tabernacle in the desert. And then we see the Holy Spirit working in the lives of the prophets. The, the prophets are, are people who are called to see what's happening in history from God's perspective. They're, they're ensuring that God's voice is heard by the people of the time. They're, they're emboldened to communicate God's will and word. We're thinking about people like Jonah and Isaiah and Jeremiah, called to go and do things that no one really wants to go and do, except if they're emboldened by God's Spirit. In the Old Testament, we see God's Spirit primarily working through leaders, guiding and influencing and speaking through them as they, prepare, they pursue God's will. And even after all of that, after God empowers all these leaders and God empowers all these prophets, we see in the scriptures of the Old Testament that people still chose darkness and the things of this world over the things of the Spirit. And yet, prophets like Joel saw something new that was coming, something they knew was brewing in the air. And, and Joel, in, in verse uh, 28 of chapter 2, says that, After that I will pour out my Spirit upon everyone, says the Lord. I'll pour out my spirit on everyone. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Joel says that it's the young and the old, the male and the female, and everything in between will prophesy and be working and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we see God's Spirit coming then in the New Testament Scriptures in order to transform the human heart to transform people, all people, to truly love God and love others. We've already seen this in the Creed. Last week we, we saw that the Holy Spirit was a part of the conception of Jesus within the very womb of the Virgin Mary. We saw that in Jesus' baptism earlier this year during the Epiphany season. Jesus' baptism, Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, says that when Jesus was baptized, he immediately came up out of the water and, and heaven was opened to him and, and he saw the Spirit of God coming down like a dove, resting on him. And it was follow, following Jesus' baptism that, that he was empowered to begin his ministry of new creation, the beginning of his new kingdom that is coming and has come. The Holy Spirit is the same that of the Old Testament Spirit, but instead of primarily coming to leaders, the New Testament in the present Holy Spirit is available and open to all people. It's available for the unremarkable and the ordinary like me and like you and like us. It's available for everyone, all people. So this, this Holy Spirit is, is God's very presence. It's God's very being. And the Holy Spirit works within us, guiding and empowering and shaping us. John Wesley, the founder of the Wesleyan movement and the Methodist movement, said this in one of his sermons. He, he relates this idea of the Holy Spirit to what he calls spiritual respiration. The Holy Spirit is, is completely necessary for us to breathe spiritually and exhale spiritually. We don't have to teach ourselves to breathe, but we have to teach ourselves and practice spiritually breathing. Wesley says this, the spirit or breath of God is immediately inspired breathed into the newborn soul, 
and the same breath which comes from returns to God. As it is continually received by us by faith, so it is continually rendered back by love, by prayer and praise and by thanksgiving. Love and praise and prayer being breathed of every soul which is truly born of God. And by this new kind of spiritual respiration, spiritual life is not only sustained, but increased day by day. Together with spiritual strength and motion and sensation, all the senses of the soul being now awake and capable of discerning spiritual good and evil. So the Holy Spirit is, is vital in this spiritual respiration. Friends, the, the Holy Spirit was, was working from the beginning of time with the creation of the world and, and breathing the very breath of life into humanity. And the Holy Spirit will continue to work through the coming of God's new kingdom and beyond. As the band comes forward, I just want to remind us that this Holy Spirit who was present and created and gave life, this Holy Spirit who, who gave superhuman strength and wisdom and leadership, this Holy Spirit who empowered others with creative artistic gifts, and this same Holy Spirit who emboldens the prophets to share God's word and will, Friends, this is the very same Holy Spirit that is breathing into you and into me, sustaining us and empowering us today and forevermore. Amen? As we continue in worship, I would invite you to stand as we continue in singing this song in worship of the Holy Spirit.
for about, uh, I guess about five years or so now, I've been using this uh, little prayer book. It's the Pocket Guide to Prayer by, by Steve Harper. It's getting a little worn now. But um, it's been my practice that uh, when I awaken in the morning and, and my feet kind of pivot and slide off the bed and I sit up and my eyes adjust to the light that I, I have this prayer of awakening, this little ritual, little three-minute worship service that happens. And the closing prayer is one of my, my favorites, and I'm going to use it as our benediction today, but it invites the Holy Spirit. And this will be our send out, our benediction, to go out and, and be filled with this Spirit in order to go out and share this Spirit with others. Following the benediction, the, the band will play our kind of exit music as we normally do, and, and then I'd invite you to hang around. We are intentionally a little short today to uh, have a little bit of a town hall to discuss the new co-pastoring model and invite you to hang around and maybe stay a little drier than perhaps it sounds like outside. And uh, Kenny and Ron will be coming and leading for those who are interested in learning more. So receive this benediction, friends. Come, Holy Spirit. Be our guide and the guardian of all our ways. Fill us anew with yourself that we may manifest your fruit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. Spirit.